0: Yeah. Yeah, I I can understand that. You want you want the the full the full Enter the Critic experience. <laughs> yeah. Uh me not so much. I uh Yeah. Wait. I can only handle half of Enter the Critic at one time. <laughs> So I'm walking into Redner's after work one day, and uh, I'm in the parking lot, and these two guys, one clearly the father of the other, the, the one, the younger guy being like a little younger than me, probably like 25, and that's still in my eyes, a little <laughs> younger. Uh, <laughs> not not six years younger. <laughs> um, and they're walking towards me, I'm walking into Redner's, and I hear the guy go, Chris! Chris, how's it going? I'm looking at him like, I have no idea who the fuck this guy is. Like, no clue, no recognition, no idea. And he's like, Oh, come on, man, you don't recognize us? And the dad's there. He's like, Oh, it's Chris. Hey, man, what's up? I'm like, No, guys, I'm going to be honest. I have no (laughs) idea who you are. Like, no clue whatsoever. Oh, man, come on. We used to play together. Like, when? And he goes, Oh, man, I mean, you're like, we used to be in a band together. No, we weren't, man. I have no idea who you are. Like, yeah, you play guitar. Like, oh, no, dude, I don't. I've seen I have no idea who you are. And he's like, "Come on, at, at Victory Church. I'm like, I don't, I don't go to a Victory Church. What the fuck are you talking about?" And then they start getting weirded out. And he breaks out his cell phone. and goes, "Are you Chris? I forget the guy's last name. We'll say Kleins, uh, because <laughs> it did start with a K, which was really freaking me out." And I'm like, no, man, my name is Chris Klump of End of the Critic fame. And clearly <laughs> you clearly know who I am.
1: Got to promote your uh, brand.
0: Always, always promote the brand. And N- C-K, Whip. N- CK Whips. And CK Whips. <laughs> Whip yourself up a good time. <laughs> um, and so I'm like, no, man, Chris Klump. And he goes, and then now they're staring at me, horrified. And they pull up this picture of this other guy that they know named Chris. I swear to God, I thought I was looking at my own picture.
1: <laughs> like, it was oh my terrifying.
0: <laughs> there is somewhere in in uh, Greenfield some dude who looks exactly like me. And I don't mean a little bit. I mean, like, the dude could be my twin. Same length hair, beard, facial structure. I thought I was looking at my own picture. It was really wow. terrifying.
2: So then at that point you're like, I can't really fault these people for thinking. Right, no, because the second I thought,
0: because the second he broke out the phone, I'm like, all right, there's the time of truth. And then he showed me the picture. I'm like, okay, I get it. But like, holy fuck. Wow, like literally I'm standing there <laughs> going, oh my God, this is terrifying. And I'm like, did my parents just lose one of us? Is uh, this that, that that Bette Midler movie about the twins who get swapped? Like, what the fuck is this shit? It was, it was really... Really creepy. So, yeah, there's there's some dude. Now I'm afraid, like you're gonna commit a crime or something, and like the cops are gonna come knocking at my door. but Yeah, you fit a description.
1: Like, or maybe like he gets all the fame from the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that would be the worst. Like. That would be the worst. Yeah, I'd actually rather go to
2: jail
0: than have somebody else get famous for <laughs> my work. Well, hey everybody, welcome to End the critic of podcast. Where each week we talk about movies, both new and on Netflix. Uh, this week's movie, uh, I'm super excited. Uh, because we talked about it earlier. Uh, Bridge of Spies. I'm Chris Klump. With me, as always, Michael K. And also, for sometimes,
1: Eric Taribio.
0: I mean, you don't have to say your last name. You, you, you were just really. Hey, <laughs> do, do I let the world know my last name? You already have a podcast, yeah. Man.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um,. Which and is called the Wikipedia Chronicles, if you care to check it out. It, it, but don't don't chill on anybody listening now. to this. Probably already knows. That. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All five listeners. Hey man, according to a, uh, uh, Facebook, we have another, uh, at least a new like from some guy in the Middle East. So nice. W- way to go, Middle East dude. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. I guess. I hope you're not using this to learn English. You're just going to say fuck <laughs> a lot. All right. Well, before we get into Bridge of Spies. Let's get into some news, Michael. What do you got
2: for me? Um, this is—I mean, we we knew it was coming out, but Kingsman Two, uh, they it they announced it coming in summer of 2017, which hmm. is kind of more interesting because considering the first movie came out this year in February, right? Where this one, the sequel, they have since it did so well, they're giving it to the bump to yeah, uh, be
0: summer blockbuster. Yeah, kind of
2: like well, getting... kind of like the Lego Movie, which right, was another right. February release that blew up. So they're like. Sequel to the summer. Hey, hey!
0: I, I am, I am so happy to be wrong lately about Uh, February movies because the last couple Februarys we've had some, like a few solid movies come out, Um, and I'm thrilled that Kingsman Two is actually getting some, uh, some, some backing. On, on the studio. I mean, We're yeah, the supporting.
2: the main actor in it. Uh, they had to push back uh, another goddamn Robin Hood reboot. Of some <laughs> an- shit. Another another Robin. Just movie. so he could just film, what the world needs. Just so <laughs> he could film Kingsman first. Can,
0: can we give a Ro- can we give Robin Hood this time a uh, Brooklyn accent? Because that'd be great. <laughs> All right. Um,
2: Although this guy's British, though, so it's like uh, see, that's not. Fit. I'm not
0: interested in that. I'm not interested in that. A British. Robin Hood.
2: Well, it's actually it's Robin Hood the beginnings where it's like oh, know, so it's an can, origin story. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's, I don't know. I'm just kick like, ass. We, Robin Hood the early
0: years. He's a teenager. <laughs> he's just learning how to fight. It's he's actually a it's like Gotham cool
2: where he doesn't actually become Robin Hood until the after very the movie, end in the movie. It's actually credits. not even about him. It's, it's not about even about him else in the Robin yeah Hood.
1: yeah yeah. Like he shows up
0: in There's
2: the last actually sh- five minutes. We're gonna have a <laughs> show about not about Robin Hood but about like you know the the town itself of oh robin hood and <laughs> stuff like head. that
0: michael michael why are you not an executive
2: at abc like what are you doing here <laughs> your genius is being wasted sir well, i'd rather be one at nbc it's like oh okay. guys maria had great like, great shows and stuff like that let's try bring him okay no you just want big bang theory okay, all right, you just want well, more big bang yeah. theory all right, all right well, more big bang you theory. want like you want to copy big bang theory okay <laughs> well, we want a big let's bang do, theory let's do let's do a sitcom about a bunch of like fucking losers on a Friday night who like record podcasts (laughs) (laughs) for fun. And the one one jerk off like has like some whipping company and that's like the gag and he goes on to a story about on one episode about like a doppelganger and like
1: (laughs) some grocery store. It's yeah, man, this is, this is some gold material here. Hey, man, there's no uh, TV shows about podcasting yet. So there, I it's think, coming. Uh, <laughs>
0: Podcast the movie. Once they run out I of other I don't even licenses, think you
1: can do a web series about this, <laughs> let alone a TV series.
0: Hey, we'll make a documentary. It'll be fun. All right, uh, Eric, you said you had a piece of news for us. Well, Hit I
1: mean, me. it's... Uh, and by like, you, I mean,
0: like, the world, but
1: please, oh, yeah. I'll let you introduce it. <laughs> All right, well, uh, this past week, um, on October 21st, Was the very day that they travel to in Back to the Future 2. That's
0: right. Wednesday the 21st. So
1: the entire movie now takes place in the past.
0: That's right. And uh, me and Melissa sat down and watched it. I gave up watching the Flyers lose (laughs) to, I I assume they lost, uh, to the
2: Rangers? Yes? No. On what Tuesday? Wednesday? Wednesday. No, they won. Did they win? They won 5-4 in overtime.
0: Who'd Who'd they win against?
2: The Boston Bruins. You're Bruins? still learning. You're still learning. It's, it's, okay. been,
0: it's been a long time know, since I've watched Flyers uh... now. Um, yeah, uh, so I, I, I gave up man they actually won for a change. Uh, <laughs> that's that's upsetting. Um, yeah, me and Melissa sat down and watched uh, uh, Back to the Future Part two, and I hadn't seen it in a few years. And I will say this it's a it's a decent movie. It is the weakest of the 3 in my opinion.
2: Yeah, yep. I would agree. People talk trash on 3, but that's just nonsense. 3, three is just solid.
0: solid. Yeah. I mean, it's a good I mean, is it as good... Is it better than the first one? No, Mm -hmm. the first one is is still like the pinnacle of that series. But the third is a solid movie with a nice constructed storyline that Mm -hmm. goes from A to B to C and then back to A through time travel. It's real nice. It's real simple.
2: Two has a lot of ideas. Oh my god, all over the place. (laughs) Two,
0: two is still an excellent. There's a couple movies that I enjoy, uh, specifically the uh, uh, Temple of Doom. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's called the Great. The second Muppet movie is the Muppet Caper. The Great Muppet Caper, is that what that one is? Sure.
1: Maybe. I'm not
2: sure.
0: Um, and, and Back to the Future 2, where it is the concept of a director getting everything he wants, all the support mm. he wants, and literally he just dumps every idea he has into <laughs> one movie. Um, sometimes they're train wrecks, mm. but they're always interesting to watch from a, a film nerd perspective. Is like, oh, first off, A, this is why you need a know, man. <laughs> Someone to tell you, nah, it's a bad idea. Um, but it's also this interesting idea of like, this is just, like, this is his playground. This is what they want to do as a director, and it's very interesting. So, yeah, Back to the Future 2 has a lot of ideas, yeah. a lot of ins and outs, and it's very complicated. Part
2: 2, it, I don't this is, hopefully, this analogy will make sense, but part 2 reminds me of kind of like a Writer's Strike era movie where, like, it, kind of like what happened a few years ago back in 2000, what, not eight or 2008 or so when the writer's strike was, like, happening around that time. So, right, right. Like, we had stuff like Quantum Solace that came out, and the second Transformers yeah. movie that kind of, yep. like... A, just
0: a, I, a good examples of why directors can't always be writers.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, like, if that makes sense, Yeah, like, no, it,
0: but, it, yeah, it, it, I mean, it was definitely, because uh, Back to the Future 2 was written by Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis. And it just felt like there was way too much Robert Zemeckis into it because it was too intricate and too complicated. It's still a solid movie. Yeah, um, it's really interesting to see what technology they got right and wrong. Because mm. I mean, like,
2: ooh, where's my hoverboard, gut, I'm man? I'm not even talking
0: the hoverboard. Where's our
2: fucking time travel, Dick?
0: <laughs> I'm not talking about the hoverboard. Although, where's
2: my fucking hoverboard? <laughs> um, where's my Jaws 19? Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm I'm <laughs> waiting for Jaws 19, son. You know, bring back Michael Caine because he was in jaws he revenge. needs another house yeah he needs another house let's do it um but no they got they got some things right like you know video phones and uh um like vr like the you know the, the video glass like google glass mm-hmm. and shit like that some things they got horribly wrong um faxes still yeah. being used <laughs> and double like ties Ten
1: of them in your house in yeah, one room <laughs> ten, yeah yeah but like video, uh you yeah, know
0: picture in picture people watching multiple tv channels at once that's a that's a thing that i guess idiots do
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> so hey buddy yeah. you can't keep up with all the sports at the same time i know i know i
0: my 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 one girlfriend's dad would do that where he would turn on like all four picture in pictures <laughs> and watch multiple different sports channels at once on a sunday Now, like, nowadays, you're you need, insane. like
2: i know people have like like like, six different monitors so they can, like, keep up with stuff.
0: Okay, that's... you.
2: You're, no, if, if you're, like, an actual, like, writer or blogger, you had to have that kind of setup to, like, keep track of everything going that's, on. That's...
0: Wow. For a sports fan, though, you're a fucking nerd if you do that mm-hmm.
2: shit. Well, if you get paid to do it, then it Oh, makes well, sense. yeah, it's
0: a little different. So, yeah, Back to yeah. the Future 2, in my opinion, still holds up very well. Yeah, um, I... I...
1: I think the one thing about the Back to the Future movies is... Oh,
0: real quick. For those who don't know, Eric is like the Robert Zemeckis guy. (laughs) Like, every movie Robert Zemeckis even touches, Eric's like, I'm on that shit. (laughs) So he's the expert.
1: Yeah, well, um, like, one thing about the Back to the Future movies is that even with all of their, you know... Um, like, there's probably you could pick apart those movies and everything wrong with them for days. Well, yeah, travel movie, like, like thesis on the whole thing, but. They're still incredibly fun, and it's not like you're sitting there like, oh, well, I guess that probably wouldn't be possible or whatever. <laughs> pretty like, much... oh, if this happened, then this wouldn't happen. Ever. Anything, any but, like, time travel <laughs> movie is, is pretty much broken. Well, pretty well this yeah. is
0: this is the exact opposite in my mind of Primer.
1: Oh, yeah. Where it, Primer absolutely. is, like, dead
0: set. Like, you're not having any yeah, fun, but you're just, you're like, Yeah, you watch Primer, on? and
1: you're like, Okay, this all seems pretty much what would happen, but I don't know what's going on. Yep,
0: Back to the <laughs> Future is like a fucking Disney ride. <laughs> yeah, and it is a well, it was a great Disney ride. Hey guys,
1: yeah. time you guys time oh, travel? Did, yes. yeah. yeah, But no, great. I never. I never got. Wait, no, it was ride universal. 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 Yeah, Universal. Never got the ride. Mm-hmm. Oh, so great. Um, oh, and speaking of Robert Zemeckis, I will do a quick shout out to his new movie, The Walk. Yes, quickly,
0: quickly, give um, us a give uh, uh, us your. Very quickly, both
1: of you saw this, yes.
2: I, I wanted to go see it, but they took it out of IMAX already, uh, so... Um, all
0: right, well, this will be okay. a just a almost a shotgun review. We'll yeah. take it way back. I'll
2: have yeah. a shotgun review yeah, myself yeah. then. Later. All right, well, hey, um, we
0: got time. Let's do it.
1: Yeah, I did see it, IMAX 3D, which is probably the best way to see it. Um, I would say it's very much a companion piece to uh, Man on Wire. Okay. Which, is, you know, the documentary the documentary about on it. the event, yeah. You because know. they are... They cover a lot of the same ground, but in very completely different ways that complement each other, So for watching both of them. But uh, the walk gives you a very, very good um, experience actually being up on that wire, watching him walk back and forth and do his whole thing. And it it kind of starts out a little like um, kind of a heist movie, you know, like setting up the whole thing. Well, yeah, because
0: they're, I mean, the, the yeah. man on wire reads like a oh, heist, yeah. heist, or watches like a heist movie, even though it's a yeah. documentary.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so it's like, you know, all about them setting it up. And, you know, there's things like, um, either, like he does narration, but it's like, you know, you actually see him saying stuff to the camera and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, overall, it was, it was a solid movie. Definitely one of the best, uh, Recent Zemeckis movies. Okay,
0: I was going to ask how um, it stands up to the the Zemeckis yeah. I mean, catalog. Like,
1: since Castaway, he hasn't really done anything of you know too great. <laughs> Everybody
0: loses their shit on the flight. Fuck you, Michael. Flight's I, terrible.
1: It's not great, but
2: it's not bad. It has a really good performances in it. Yeah, and John Goodman.
1: That's it. <laughs> But, yeah, the, the walk... Oh,
2: I'm Chris. And I'm an asshole to Michael for no reason <laughs> no, today. Just, just wow. Wow. Thanks, buddy. Well, uh, oh,
1: yeah, yeah sl- slap a rating on it, man. All right. I will... Um, oh, boy, this is going to be tough. Uh, how about... Um, I will give it three out of the four support cables that they had to attach to make sure that the wire didn't sway at all while he was walking across. Very cool. Uh, Michael, you had a a shotgun review as well?
2: Oh, yeah. Um, Hit me. On Sunday, I went to go see Goosebumps by myself, naturally. Uh, Now, I've been
0: hearing a lot of people saying, like, a lot of adults saying, like, yeah,
2: Goosebumps was okay. Honestly, I was like, that was a good time. It was, like, for a kid's movie, it's, like, a lot of fun. Like, I enjoy myself. (laughs) Like, the premise itself of the film, like... It's like one of those like that's actually kind of a terrifying situation. Like if you made this like an R rated film, like you man, you could do some serious damage to this. <laughs> so
0: the premise is that in, in in the universe of the movie, the goosebumps are actual books.
2: They are actual books, but uh in R. L. Stein was like a real dude, but he kinda like disappeared and okay. no one knows where he really by, looked by like Jack, Black, correct? Jack Black. Okay. And um this kid moves into town and he through circumstances they end up accidentally opening one of the books because they don't know why they're locked so they open them up and it turns out they're real and there's there's an explanation about why it happens and stuff like that right right but um in the process uh slappy the dummy gets out of one of the books and he's the one that like opens all the the books and then the thing is he burns all the books so you can't kill anything in this universe so it's actually like a Hmm, terrifying that, that, premise. That, that, like
0: it, it sounds like an old school, like uh Ray Bradbury Ray, Ray Bradbury um Twilight Zone mm. kinda kind of thriller, horror esque. Uh one of the guys I work with, um, he uh uh he he's a big horror movie buff, loves horror films. We always talk about horror films. And he he was telling me, Oh yeah, we're thinking about going to see Goosebumps. I'm like, Alright man, have fun. I mean it's PG, I don't know how scared you're gonna be. The one thing that he is absolutely horrified of, dolls.
2: <laughs> well, dolls has terrify
0: it. him, and so he said he was just like, "I will deal with Jason. I will deal with zombies. I'll deal with Michael Myers. All that shit. You throw a doll my way, I'm running." <laughs> <laughs>
2: He probably really gets terrified by the Chucky movies. Then uh, I
0: don't mm. think he's ever seen them. Wow! I mean, uh, because the first he's really one, <laughs> scared of dolls, the dude. First I don't one is
2: Pretty scary. I mean, as silly as it sounds, they're, they're yeah. kind of creepy. So.
0: But he said that the the Slappy the ventriloquist dummy. He was like, "Yep, fuck that." <laughs> he was horrified <laughs> of it. So, all right, well, why don't you rating on it, Michael?
2: Um, I wish I knew the the amount of books he had on that shelf. I yeah, just guess. I'm just, I'll say like there was. Man, there's a lot of creatures in that film, though. Um, we'll say about, we'll say there was like eighty books or something like that. Whatever, okay, could whatever. be more. You I'll care. give it like uh, the sixty-five out think. of eighty books of monsters that get get unleashed onto this <laughs> town and cause terror. Ooh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I'm looking to see if there's any other news that I wanted to talk about. Okay. So I can't remember if we've talked about this or not, but I feel I want to talk about it now. So MGM and Paramount are uh, getting together to push the release of a Ben-Hur remake. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, of but course. But
0: they're pushing it to be pushed back to August 12th. They were going to release it in February. Now it's getting pushed back to August, or they want to push it back to August as a summer summer blockbuster.
2: Of what, like twenty seventeen? Uh, no, twenty sixteen. That means they they've already filmed it. Then, well, yeah, I
0: know. But like, why didn't we hear about this? <laughs> Wait, the one, they made a Ben Hur remake. Did they
2: read that again. There's no way they made a, a Ben Hur. I'm, I'm, no,
0: I'm, I swear to God, right here it says. Uh, Who is the cast? News. I'm 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 looking it up. Yeah, Ben Hur remakes begins filming. Uh, official cast revealed. Let's check this shit out. Should have actually was, read it. Well, I'll, There's I'll no way it's coming together. on
2: February then. It's like not enough time.
0: No, this is an older article that I'm reading oh. about the fact, because the news is that it got one back. Yeah, get this, man. Uh, main roles include Tom Hiddleston and a bunch of guys whose names I can't pronounce.
2: What? Great. You know, we also
0: have uh, Jack Hudson, uh, who's known for um, Boardwalk Empire. Yep. Uh, we got Morgan Freeman. Really? Sure. This, the, this web screen rant is, is listing what m- movies they're known for. Morgan Freeman's only listing The Dark Knight.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, He's done nothing else. Nothing else. Yeah. Nothing else noteworthy in his career.
0: Yeah. Um, so, I mean, okay. The only reason I bring this up, I wouldn't normally bring this up, but I'm bringing it up specifically because I fucking love Ben Hur.
2: Honestly, it is never one of my favorite movies. Michael, you need. I've to. seen the chariot scene, but that's about it. Like
0: it is, it is. I mean, I I'll admit I am partial to really really long epic movies. If somebody just sits me down and goes, "All right, here's a biopic of a guy who's been dead for like a hundred years," uh, it was made in the '60s. And it's like four and a half hours long. I'm like, all right, we're strapping in for a good time. Make me some snacks. I'm enjoying myself. Um, but Ben Hur is incredible. I had to watch Ben Hur in high school. Like it was just a, I guess it was a day the teachers were like, fuck it, we'll just spend the day watching a movie.
1: Yeah, I think I watched it in high school too. Oh yeah, yeah. you guys also
0: have that teachers being lazy Pretty or sure, drunk off yeah. their ass day. <laughs> Ah, uh, public school teachers, you're heroes obviously I guess. we had to
1: watch it over several class periods. Oh no no no, we did
0: this w- all day all day. This was an all day event in my either high school or middle school. I can't huh. remember which they did one day we did one year we did Gandhi and another year we did Ben Hur. I don't know who spearheaded that idea, but good on you because I saw Gandhi or uh, I saw Gandhi and enjoyed it obviously, but when I watched Ben Hur, I was just enthralled. I loved it. I've seen it probably probably ten times. So if you do the math, that's over forty that's a work week <laughs> of me watching Ben Hur. Um
2: So yeah, Michael, you need to see it. It's incredible.
0: But I don't we I don't want a remake. I
2: don't want a remake. The, well yeah. there's
1: no way it will be four hours I, long because like, they won't release it in theaters. Yeah, exactly. A remake of Ben Hur, I can almost guarantee for today's audience, it will be turned into like an action movie pretty yeah, much. It'll it'll
0: it'll be about the chariot race. Yeah. Which, granted, is like half an hour long in the
2: original movie. Um making an hour now.
0: Make it But lighter. like the reason the chariot race is so cool is because you have the two and a half hours before it setting <laughs> up why like how Ben Hur got there and the yeah. relationship he has with the other uh his rival and like it's so cool. And then also when you read about it how they tricked Charlton Heston and playing a gay character that's awesome I love that <laughs> shit because uh, seriously in the movie it's subtle but if you look into it and then read about it like the the writer was like yeah we're going to make him a gay character and then the the producers like Charlton Heston will never play just don't tell him uh, so they tricked him into it it's beautiful Um, but anyway I could go on and on about how great Ben the original well not the original because Charlton Heston's Ben Hur is actually a remake hmm. as well the original oh. Ben Hur was a silent movie, uh, in like the 30s, I think, or something. Is that four hours long as well? Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, really? Uh, uh, or something like that. Damn. I've not, I've not seen it, but the chariot race in that one is also epic, and somebody also <laughs> nearly died in it. Nice. Every, every time, and I want that from this one too. If Tom Hiddleston's <laughs> going to do it, I want him to nearly die, just to keep up the tradition.
1: Tell you what, if Christopher Nolan remade Ben Hur, <laughs> then I'd be on board.
0: You know what? Yeah, I'd be, I'd be down for that shit. Because um,
1: he'd make it three and a half hours. Yeah, he'd
0: give it the just, of, the just that it did <laughs> And he would due. do
1: the slow build. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah.
0: Thing. Oh, yeah. He'd make it into an actual character piece, not an action. <laughs> oh, yeah. Instead, we're going to get the director of Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, sign me up. Shit. That's I like thought awesome. That would be pretty cool. Did, hey, it just I'm turns a, into
1: a Fast and the Furious entry. I'm a, yeah, f- exactly. I'm a
2: Fast and Furious uh, fanatic, so it's like, Vin I, I Diesel get, plays
1: Ben-Hur. <laughs> I could see Fuck. that now. From the oh producer
0: of The Transporter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I view all the movies... The director <laughs> of Fast
0: and Furious Tokyo Drift comes in a, a biblical epic. <laughs> Ben-Hur, The Christ Story.
2: You may not know this, but I view all movies just take place in the Fast and Furious universe. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love it. Like, somewhere out there, Dom and them are, like, ready to, like... the are ready to join, and they just need the, the rights to come through and, like... The, <laughs> like The movie we're going to talk about tonight, I was like, I was waiting for Dom Dom to come (laughs) over that bridge and just... (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, uh,
0: all right, moving on to uh, some trailer time here. We saw the new trailer for Star Wars, and we're not going to talk about it, because everybody has their opinion on it. We're just going to talk about another trailer. Anybody? Did any other trailers come out? Uh, All right, fine. We'll talk about Star Wars. God <laughs> Wait, damn. I, I thought you. I, thought I can hear. I can hear. I can hear my buddy Jim Place right now screaming. <laughs> Just talk about Star Wars. <laughs> he loves Star Wars. <laughs> All right. Well, new trailer. I'm, I'm not going to go over the cast list because you obviously. Already know. Yeah, yeah. We've yeah. already talked about the first trailer, but this trailer actually gives us some a little hint of the story.
1: Mm.
2: Not a lot.
1: Yep. Just still a, don't know. Still don't
2: lot. know about. Th- which is how it should be. Oh yeah. yeah, this is
0: again, this is how you do trailers. Oh, no, Absolutely. this is
2: yeah, perfect. It's like I have
0: just perfect a uh, a tiny amount of st- storyline that I think I know, mm-hmm. but I still don't have concrete ideas. Yeah. Um the trailer is oh, it's it's so well shot and it's just so well put together. Mm-hmm. Um so basically we we have the idea like Matt had come up with the idea when the first trailer came out like Oh, it looks like this stormtrooper is going to crash, and the force is going to awaken in him, and he becomes the mm-hmm. next, you know, Jedi. But he's confused and lost, and everyone's gunning for him. I'll be damned if he doesn't look like he's right.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, that's. I mean, he's incredible. holding the lightsaber in that one scene. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah,
0: but not holding it like confidently. Yeah, like he's <laughs> not a master. It's like, hey, there's a lightsaber. That final shot. That final shot. I was like, I was like, oh, I, I need to see this. <laughs> yep, yep. And then you have that. I, I'm assuming he's an ancient Sith. Like that was another idea that like people had come up with. That like that's why his lightsaber looks so weird. Mm. It's because he's actually really really old. Ah, okay, and he that's like cool. shows, him, shows him holding Vader's melted helmet, yeah. and so like you know I'll finish what you started. I'm like, <laughs> um, and then like you got the the the, the Chrome Trooper. Do, do, like does that. Character have an, I mean, I know the character has a name. That's a, but I isn't
2: that, isn't that Gwen, uh, what's her name from, uh, Game yeah, of Thrones? yeah, the, yeah. The, the,
0: the, the, the woman who plays, um, Brian or yeah. Brianne in Game of Thrones. Um, o- oddly enough, I loved what the official Star Wars Twitter tweeted out to some jackass who was like, <laughs> hey, you know, the armor doesn't look very feminine. And they're like, well, it's a woman in armor. That's about as feminine
2: as you need to get. <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was um, months ago.
0: But uh, well, sorry, Michael. We're not all like Twitter, you know, celebrities like you are. <laughs> right? We all don't have 400 fucking fans who are following our. I every wish movement. I had 400 <laughs>
2: fans followers. What do you have? 350.
0: 344. Down down to the exact number. I just
2: <laughs> whatever.
0: It's but shit. yeah, what what I mean, what, what do you guys think of this? because uh, I I mean I'm I was excited. I didn't think I could get any more on the hype train, and now it's like pulling in the station again, baby. I'm excited.
1: Yeah, it's, it's very um, good when a trailer can get you excited and you still have no idea what's going on. You're just like, hey, I, I see something is happening here. <laughs> I like what it is. I don't know what it is, but let's, I'm They're on board with it. They're saving
2: us the best bits for oh, the absolutely. actual movie, which absolutely. is They haven't even shown us a
1: single shot of Luke Skywalker. We or know he's in it. Leia. I know. There was a she, one it, it's shot was there of brief?
0: her... Like, hugging Han quick. Oh, okay. But that was it. It was yeah. like one that was like, inst- like real yeah, quick flash.
1: Like, yeah, the two of the, like, the biggest characters in the franchise, not even in the
0: Really trailer. in the trailers at all. Like, yeah, they haven't given us a single shot of Luke, yeah. like you said. Um, but I'm, I'm excited for the real star of this movie, guys, BB-8. Oh
2: yeah, the whole movie could uh, be about BB-8, yes. and I'd still watch it. it an <laughs> actual no thing. It's an act. Oh, yeah, not CGI you can buy one of those. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: I um, I saw a video of them bringing out the because the, they had R2D2 chilling. Mm. You know, I don't know who was in it, if anybody. They're <laughs> controlling it remotely, for all I know. Um, but then they brought out. They're like, all right, we're gonna introduce BB-8, and they brought out this little. I'm like, holy shit, it's real! <laughs> I'm like that's amazing.
2: Uh, la- last week, uh, my. My uh, good friend Matt Nisley, who's on tour with his band, uh, he sent me a Snapchat. Go ahead, and Snapchat, plug their band. Go ahead, and plug their band. Uh, his band, you blew it. They're they're pretty big. Uh,
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, are <laughs> any close personal friend, who yeah, is yeah, a really yeah, big band, yeah, yeah. Right, we what, fucking get whatever. It. Cool. But he said too cool for this podcast. We get it.
2: He sent me a Snapchat video of at someone's house of a BV8. Like it, he saw one in person of someone yeah, with it. Yeah, it's they awesome. came out with it a looks new toy. So cool. mm-hmm. I it's so expensive. Pissed. Oh, it's
0: incredibly expensive. Uh, I called because it was Melissa's birthday. And I, I was like, I'm going to win a husband.
1: <laughs> I'm going to win
0: being a husband. I drove all the way down to King of Prussia because there was a toy store down there. Said they had some. And the fucking dude told me he'd hold it for me. I get there. I wait in line for them to open. And I get up to the thing. I'm like, hi, my name's Chris Glump. They said they had one on hold. And we're like, they said, nope. Sorry. Uh, on, on hold. Wow. Like you bastards. <laughs> so, Melissa got the second best gift that year of me telling her, "Hey, I tried to buy this for you." <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> She'll get one after Christmas when people stop
2: caring. Oh, <laughs> right
0: great. now it's it's this generations tickle me elmo. No one is going to get that. Like <laughs> people are going to slaughter each other at stores trying to we get this. We need a jingle yeah. yeah.
2: all the way 3 for this. Just just for We you. need to oh, film yeah. it now tie just in, for this toy.
1: Together.
0: Yeah, there you go. You and your love of Jingle all the way <laughs> Michael, you've <sick> me. <laughs>
1: hey,
2: man. Don't, Don't
0: tell knocking. me you like that oh, movie, too.
1: absolutely. Uh, fuck that movie.
2: <laughs> Anyways, my thoughts on Star Wars. Um, when the, well, I was watching the game Monday, obviously, and th- when it came on, <laughs> I just sat in the chair shaking the whole time because I was so excited for it. I was just like... And then we we, immediately, we had we had a recorder, obviously, and we just immediately watched it again after because it was ha- halftime. We was like, let's watch it again. Oh, that's great. <laughs> and it was funny because... Um, at 8.30, or around 8.30, I have Fandango app. I got a notification, and I guess everyone in the world got a notification about Star Wars 6 to be on sale. Naturally, I swipe down and click. They'll go buy tickets, and Fandango crashed for a good two hours. <laughs> oh, that doesn't surprise me. The world tried to buy I, tickets. We, all of us in that room spent two hours trying to buy tickets initially, and we couldn't. We were not able to get IMAX tickets for the 7 p.m. show at Penn. It's sold out. Damn.
1: Damn. Yeah.
2: That's. That surprised me. I've never seen. I've never seen the IMAX sell out. The IMAX sell out for. Anything. Like Avengers I mean, I, I mean, or anything. Yeah. Like
0: I've never seen mm-hmm. it sell out for Avengers, Age of all Let
2: alone in the. F- like, what? And. An hour span of tickets of, of going, on going on sale for yeah, a movie yeah. coming out in two months. Right, that's insane. Which is that's the which, power of Star Wars, baby. So I had to sell for two D. Which I'm like, well, I'm gonna go see it again in theaters. Obviously, yeah, yeah I'm gonna see this movie multiple times. In and um, it's like, that's when I said, like, well, Jurassic World made like what 208 I think it was like two o eight or two ten. Box office that's like this is gonna clear like two fifteen, two twenty. This movie's easily.
0: going to pay for itself before it even opens. Oh, that's yeah, my guess. Yeah. My guess is but it's gonna pre-sales, make money in pre sales. Yeah. Like it's already gonna get out of the, the budget that it will you
2: know, out of debt. <laughs> I mean they're like they're like, oh, it's like I'm like, no, Star Wars is like a culture phenomenon. So like this I'm like Actually, it was funny when I saw my parents. My parents, my mom was like, "Oh, there's a new Star Wars coming out." And was like, "How did you not know oh, yeah. this?" Where have you been? I was like, "I guess it's my parents." But I was like, "Like they didn't know." I mean, I was like, "I'm like, yeah, I'm like, it's kind of a big deal. Like it's not like it's not like the prequel. Like like even though Star yeah. Wars Episode like, Three made money, but like then that was over ten years ago. But like this is a bigger deal than oh, the yeah. ending was, of a yeah. prequel trilogy, which I, people I would say didn't care as much about.
1: This movie is probably reaching. Like, as big as the original Star Wars when it came out, people going crazy going to see it. Absolutely, um, the prequels people were excited, excited but yeah. not as you know. The, yeah, there wasn't this
0: but, big wait. a hype, uh, except for like the fanboys. But like, right. it wasn't this big a hype. Um, yeah, I mean, from what I've read, obviously I didn't experience it. Uh, when the first Star Wars came out, it, nobody had any faith in it. Like none of the mm. the studio even lucas didn't show up at the premiere <laughs> lucas hauled ass to hawaii he was like fuck this he turned off his phone well no, he didn't have a phone then but like, I <laughs> saying, <laughs> he, like off, he, he actually like took the hotel phone off the hook he wouldn't like uh uh take any calls from the studio and then the movie started blowing up and the studio was desperate to get a hold Damn. of him and they couldn't find him um so he comes back and he's eating lunch with his wife across the street from the chinese theater uh, in L.A., and the line is backed up around the block, and his wife's like, what's playing? And he's like, oh, I don't know, and they look over, and it's Star Wars.
1: <laughs> and so he's freaking out.
0: He's trying to get a hold of the studio. The studio's trying to get a hold of him because, like, nobody thought it was going to be anything. They thought it was just going to be a kid's movie. Um, Funny story. My dad took my mom to see Star Wars on a date. Uh, if the math works out, I believe they were, like, 16 Wow, seventeen something like that, and my mom's. Uh, if I remember correctly, her uh, appendix burst that night. Oh, wow! <laughs> in the hospital after the movie, oh, wow. still saw the
2: movie. That's nice. how good it was. It, yep. it burst her <laughs> she, appendix.
0: If, if I remember correctly, uh, it
2: happened when the when the death star blew.
0: No, no. What it, uh, from what my mom told me, they watched the movie, and my my mom was in incredible pain during most of it. Uh, and then she walked up the back steps to her home, collapsed on their porch, and her dad took her, my grandfather took her to the hospital, and uh, my grandmother blamed it on the movie. Because <laughs> my grandparents are Mennonite. Wow. So <laughs> they blamed it on the movie. That sounds about right. <laughs> yep. So that's my that's my Star Wars parents story. <laughs> um, so anyway, yep, Star Wars comes out December 17th.
2: I can't fucking We wait. will review it. We'll probably. see.
0: We'll see. We'll so, see. I don't know how we're going to review it, because here's the problem. Everybody wants to...
2: Everybody who knows me, <laughs>
0: everybody wants to be on the we'll podcast. We'll
2: have a giant podcast I, like I, six only have th- I
0: can only put up three mics We'll son. share them.
2: We'll share them. <laughs> well, the only thing I can
0: think of doing is doing, like, bring everybody in the room and turn on the condenser mic on that <laughs> thing and just talk. I don't know if it's going to sound good.
1: <laughs> It'd be fun.
0: It would be interesting just to have, could like, the like, reading of it.
1: You could do groups. Could do, like, five different groups of people... And then have like different episodes, like oh multiple God. episodes. We'll we might have, have
0: to do that. We might have to do multiple episodes. Oh, I got that'd know be fun. It. Or you
1: could just have multiple takes of it. And like it's. I'm,
0: I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. It's already stressing me <laughs> the fuck out. <laughs> Luckily, nobody listens to this, so it'll be okay. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on to our feature presentation, we saw which one are you going to read it. Which Here, one going to read I, it? I got it. All right. We saw Bridge of Spies.
1: An American lawyer is recruited by the CIA during the Cold War to help rescue a pilot detained in the Soviet Union. Now I'm the jackass for not having it up <laughs> fast enough. It's uh, kind of accurate. Kind of. I mean, he's more recruited to defend <laughs> the Soviet spy. Well, well that's a, how the, that, that's how they made the trailer uh, yeah.
2: seem. Yeah, I didn't see the trailer before I saw the movie. Thankfully.
0: All right, let's go down some. R- really, this guy gets top billing over Tom Hanks? All right, well, I'm going to read Tom Hanks first. movie mm-hmm. stars Tom Hanks. <laughs> Anna t- oh, Alan Alda. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amy Ryan. Uh, t- 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 and then a ton of character actors. You're going to yep. see a ton of people. You go, hey, have I seen him on television? Todd
2: Plemons was in... Um, <laughs> Jesse uh, Pum- Pum- J- Jesse Plemons. Pum- Pum- he played... T- J- Jesse Plemons... Pum- played Todd on Breaking Bad, which is yeah. which he stood out it's to just,
0: me. It's just a ton, of, a ton of TV and movie character actors, and you're going to be like, mm-hmm. I don't know that guy's name, <laughs> uh, but I've seen him in a ton of stuff. I did the same thing with, like, uh, Dakin Matthews. That guy stood out to me. Scott Shepard stood out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I couldn't name a single damn thing they've done, but if I went on their <laughs> IMDb, I'd go, damn, these guys have done a lot of stuff. <laughs>
2: Amy, right. Amy Ryan's was also in Goosebumps, so she had two movies oh, wow. that she was in came out on the same did, uh, day. Did was in she October.
0: was she dressed up as really hot fifties uh, mom? Yep, really in Goosebumps. Because no,
2: no, 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 no. Sorry,
0: it really, yeah, because her look was really <laughs> going. I was really, really working that in. Uh, She's stuff. an attractive little woman now. Uh, all right, guys, let's break this down here, because I I got a feeling we're gonna we're gonna have some interesting discussion on this. What did, <laughs> what did you guys think? Oh, and I didn't even—I th- didn't even think to mention this movie. Of course, directed by Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm.
2: I completely forgot that going yep. in.
0: Directed by Steven Spielberg, which means it has all of the usual Spielberg cast. Of course, Michael Kahn edited it. Um, his cinematography—he's jumped back and forth. This time, he uses a guy whose name I cannot pronounce. Holy crap! Yonzy Gimsky. You nailed it. <laughs> Close <laughs> enough,
1: kids. Yeah, actually, um, that's his most yeah, frequent that, collaborator.
0: Since, uh, what's oh, what's that other uh, cinematographer's name that he worked with had died? Yeah, he's been going to this guy because he's done it with, you know, Schindler's List, Saving Private Ryan, Catch Me If You Can. Um, but I can't pronounce his name. Uh, but, yeah, of course, film editing done by Michael Kahn, who he's worked with for, I think, every film <laughs> he's gone to Michael Kahn uh, for his editing since, well, after Jaws. Because right. Jaws had Verna Fields, who is now you know passed. So yeah, we got we got Spielberg's great crew. Um, so yeah, what what did you guys think of Oh, Purchase and Spies?
2: the Cohen brothers helped. Yeah, write yeah, this. yeah they, they did that. A I didn't it. know. Yep, Joel that and Ethan I did not.
1: Know. Did yeah, treatment of it. The first um, draft or whatever was by Matt Charman, and then Ethan and Joel Cohen were brought in to to polish a, a it up. New, yeah, do a new draft of it.
0: All right. Well, what do you got? What do you guys think? Let's 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 do this in a calm and concise manner. Well,
1: I would say that it is Steven Spielberg's best movie since Catch Me If You Can.
0: Blasphemy sir. <laughs> <laughs> you may leave this name out.
1: a better movie since Catch Me If You Can. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um uh, IMDb. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I, you
0: know, Honestly, I can't think of a better movie since <laughs> Catch Me If You Can. You're probably right.
2: I don't think I've seen Catch Me If You Can. Um
1: well, Spil- you need to fix that. Spiel- yeah.
0: Spielberg's later work has been, I mean, incredible for mm-hmm. a director, but lackluster for Spielberg, in right. my opinion. Yes, that um, is true. He does, clearly he does passion projects. He only does movies that he really believes in mm-hmm. and at this point he's not worried about whether they make money or not yeah he just wants well, to make, clearly yeah his yeah. past
1: couple of movies have been very like warhorse small. didn't make any fucking
0: money yeah. at all uh lincoln didn't make any money um but they are also films of just let me let me get a great actor let me mm-hmm. point the camera at him and watch him decimate this scene. <laughs> i kind of like
2: how he doesn't have to like yeah. do um like blockbuster like he doesn't have to always do blockbusters anymore. well no i mean he yeah. Yeah, i mean he,
0: he's at this point in his career and he's been at this point for a while now. Yeah. Uh probably the last I'd say 20 years. Mm-hmm. Uh where he could just walk in and just be like I'm Steven Spielberg, give me money and Universal's just going to be like here you go. Take it. Yeah. Um you helped create this company. <laughs> uh thanks to Jaws. You gave us the biggest movie in the 70s here. <laughs> take take our money. Um But yeah, uh I I thought this see I keep going back and forth on this. Is it a good movie? Absolutely. It is 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 it is a very good movie. It it is it an incredible movie. I don't know. Hmm. Um acting wise, yes. Oh, I mean, yeah. Tom Hanks brings it as he okay. always does. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen a performance like this since Bachelor Party. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Joe versus the volcano. Maybe Money Pit. Um, maybe Splash. <laughs> maybe Splash. I can't believe if you look at Tom Hanks's early career. Yeah, oh Bosom yeah. Buddies.
1: Um, the Computer wore tennis shoes. Was he or, in that? No, wait, no his, that, the was, that was, was yes, the he man was. with one red shoe. Yes, the man
0: with one red shoe. Yes, I'll say. Computer wore tennis shoes. Yeah, was was, something uh, with shoes. That yeah. was Kurt Russell. Um, yeah, you look at his early career. There's no way anyone thought like this man's going to be one of the greatest actors in America's going to so, of course, he brings it and mm-hmm. crushes it in every scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have such act, like like uh acting greats like Alan Alda, mm-hmm. who I, I was so happy when I, cause I didn't <laughs> know he was in this, and I see him come on screen. I'm like, "Hot damn it's Alan Alda. Yep. this is great um." And the individual who plays the Russian spy, I did not recognize him.
1: I don't think he's been in anything. He looks um, familiar to me.
0: But he, yeah, I mean, he just has one of those kind of acting faces where I'm like, he he does look familiar, but I'll be damned if I know anything he's been in.
1: Yeah, I, I looked over his um, credits and I didn't see yeah. anything that I even recognized. I mean, He's
0: only been in 25 things and I don't recognize a, any of them. Yeah. Not a one. Oh, but he's been in a Jason Statham film. <laughs> so you know that's quality. Blitz, because Michael, you being the resident. Jason Have I Statham. seen
2: Blitz? I don't know. I can't. Maybe I did. Maybe uh, look, I did. Look,
0: uh, I'm going to guess here. It's probably a movie where Jason Statham has to save somebody. Uh, <laughs> probably about right. he's yeah, probably he in a situation. Somebody. He probably he's probably an gun. anti-hero. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He has to rescue somebody. That's my guess. Uh, but yeah, this dude um, again, whose name has. His last, his first name is Mark. Thank God. Last name, <laughs> Relance? Relance. We'll say Relance. Um, he does a great job in Bridges Spies. Yeah, absolutely. Uh so yeah, the 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 acting is incredible, but the story, the A to B to C plot, mm. feels a little sluggish at times. Mm. It, but again, this is just my opinion. I just think it just it just felt a little choppy. Um. It was almost like Spielberg got really, really excited for a couple ideas mm-hmm. and then forgot that he was excited about them to move on to the next mm-hmm. idea.
2: Well, I mean, it is based on a true story, Chris, so I'm sorry reality doesn't like fit your... I know, I your, know. But hey, they Does they could
0: have f- they could have doctored it up and made it more exciting. I mean, like I, don't, I don't know. I, I not know. Argo was based on a true story, and how that ended was boring compared to <laughs> uh, the movie. I
2: actually, um, never. Yeah. I mean, I, like I didn't know about this story either so which is pretty incredible yeah, yeah
0: I, I i didn't really know about this either so
2: i'd like to look into it more
0: um one thing that did annoy me everybody in this movie has a cold everybody's blowing their nose every 15 <laughs> fucking minutes um but the, the 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 two things that were lackluster for me a the score i'm used to spielberg movies having this incredible score and i didn't notice the mm. score as I'm watching the movie. Now that can be a good thing. That can mean it's it, that could mean it's an immersive score, mm. or it could just mean it's a forgettable one.
1: Well, see, okay. I thought at times the score really stood out, like um, at like to especially towards the beginning when it was kind of more of like a jazzy film noir kind of style. Okay,
2: yeah, I could see that. I
1: really liked that, but yeah, for for most of it, I would say it was just a serviceable like. Just get them. I guess yeah. I
2: didn't really notice the score, which you know. I guess.
1: It's surprising too, because it's uh, Thomas Newman. He's. Really I know good. that. I, I He's know. Really him good. What? What? Um, what? would I know him from. Uh, I recognize the I name. To double check, but uh, let me bring it up here. Shawshank Redemption. Oh,
0: okay. That's an incredible score.
1: Hmm. Uh, Wally.
0: Also a great score.
1: Um. Skyfall. Okay. So the, the, uh, so 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 the man has
0: some some solid titles uh, under his belt. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean again, that that could be Spielberg might have just wanted a a more uh uh background score mm-hmm. just to get the mood over. Um but
1: now the well, thing his, is I think uh, he would have gotten John Williams to score it, but John Williams is Williams Williams like doing or, shit right yeah. now. <laughs> So John Williams is like, you know what I'm going to (laughs) do?
0: Not make more music because I don't need to. I'm John Williams. (laughs) Um, He
1: would have made something memorable. Oh,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. I mean, and and that kind of brings up another interesting point that Spielberg seems to be best when he's comfortable with his Mm. usual people. Yeah. I mean That's why he keeps working with the same people over and over again as far as crew is concerned. Not necessarily cast, obviously. Yeah. But as far as his crew, he likes to stick with his go-to people. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that time is catching up with a lot of them, I mean, we're going to see less and less of them wanting to work in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so Spielberg's going to start losing. And who knows, maybe Spielberg's getting to the point where he's like, you know what, maybe I'll retire from making movies. You know,
1: yeah, so I, that I mean, not. He he will probably always still be producing movies oh yeah oh yeah i mean isn't yeah. he
2: doing a ready isn't he directing
1: ready player one next yeah yeah that'll be yep. well, a blockbuster i still have to read that book i, I, have have I just <laughs> haven't read it yet but that'll be a blockbuster uh, for him to do his yeah. next one coming out is uh the bfg the big friendly giant um okay the Roll dahl ap- uh adaptation oh, oh cool. okay um that's already in post-production
2: was he pro- he produced it? He said no. He directed. Oh, the yeah. yeah. Damn. And, um, Damn.
1: The actually uh, the BFG is played by the Russian spy in oh. this one. Oh, oh, so, nice. So, That's nice. kind of cool. But yeah, the next one up. Uh, in his queue is definitely Ready Player One. Yeah, now he's directing Ready Player yes. One. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, Not not means I really have to read
1: this book. Uh, <laughs> I got a got free, got it for free
0: on a loot crate.
1: Hey, I, did, I got the same thing. Yep, yep,
0: yep. I still have to read the, uh, I'm still working through the, the latest uh, uh, David Wong book mm. um, before I can move on to Ready Player <laughs> One. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, this movie is clearly just like, it it's shot beautifully it's oh, yeah. Spielberg and he's working with uh you know great cinematographers and great cameramen so like it's shot beautifully uh everybody brings their A game as far mm-hmm. as um performances uh but again it just th- there was something with that script that just didn't settle well with me was...
2: Kind of hoping there'd be more of the the co- the co- the young colleague uh, he like in the beginning like yep, I thought yep. he was gonna have a bigger yeah. role and they're, they're, I don't know what his role yeah, what his role it, was in the story itself but yeah, I thought there'd be more with him at first.
0: It's moments like that that I'm talking about where we have these kind of startups he, of a B story yeah. and then they fall. He the back. throws
2: back in into it with that college student, then it gets captured and he goes. He's like, oh, he's 25. That's just how, like what's his which age? is the, which is I'm like oh. But he doesn't... Like, he's never really in the film again yeah, after that. Exactly. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, there's a couple of side stories where you have, like... And again, maybe maybe I just want too much from a Spielberg film <laughs> at this point. I mean, I, I've run into that with other mm-hmm. filmmakers. I'm like, I just want more. Um... When you can only do so much in two hours. It was two fifteen.
1: No, it was two twenty-two. Is think, it two? Okay,
0: or
2: something like that.
1: Still a, a a, length, a decent but length, but not. It like never felt Nolan long. Length.
2: It yeah, <laughs> never it, it felt long to me for a movie that's just primarily like dialogue yep, and a lot
1: of
0: talking. Yeah, I wasn't going. Yeah,
1: like, oh to my god, when is this movie going to be over? Right, there like,
0: was never. There was never that moment. It for definitely,
1: me. it definitely keeps up the pace.
0: Uh, oh yeah, yeah.
1: For a movie with very little action. Yeah, yeah there's
0: almost no action. I think there's a the gun pl- firing once.
2: There's good. Gun- yeah. No, there's like, the there's machine gun nest machine firing. Machine gun. The house attack. Oh yes, yeah, so I forgot about the house attack. And I guess you consider the plane sequence kind of like exciting uh, in its own way. Yeah, yeah,
0: that that plane sequence was shot amazingly mm, well. Yeah. yeah. I was really impressed with that plane sequence. Um, but yeah, the, the, there was just a couple of subtle things with the script and i'm like all right i mean i couldn't tell you how to do it better Mm -hmm. but it just didn't didn't settle you know that well that being said it's still an amazing film yeah uh it's still very well made it's worth seeing Mm -hmm. um i saw it with a very interesting crowd because i did (laughs) the the it came out on thursday yes yeah yeah last week yeah uh or i thought it came out this week I think it was last week. When last week. Last week. Because yeah. oh, I saw it last Friday. We're behind yeah. the times <laughs> here, man. I need to change yeah. up my scheduling. Um, yeah, I saw it in a small one of the smaller theaters at Penn, mm-hmm. and it was me and two teenagers on a date, their third wheel buddy, and a ton of old
2: people. <laughs> Funny. I saw it today at 1230. Um, by yourself. By myself. It was in the big theater. I was the youngest person there by a few decades. Oh, I thought you
0: meant just by yourself in general. Like no one else was in there.
2: No, field. no. The, the theater was relatively full, which I was kinda glad to see. And, That's great. Um two guys behind me left like an hour into the film, I think. Um, hour and a half Weird. maybe. I, yeah, I was like, who does that? Like what I'm old like, old people. N- I'm, I'm, like, when, they were like probably in their fifties or forties, but I was like okay. they just it's not two guys like are just ancient. I don't know if they had a call at work, I don't know, or something like that, but they just, like, just, two of them just Frank, left.
0: let's go watch the beginning of a movie on our lunch
1: break. <laughs> uh,
2: I, don't, I don't know, but I was just like, okay, why don't
1: you leave?
0: Because uh, uh, I used to go to a lot of matinees when I worked second shift, hmm. Um, and seeing that Penn Cinema is literally down the street from a retirement center,
2: Uh, Um, Oh, that makes sense now. There's a ton of
0: old people there on a matinee on, like, a Thursday (laughs) afternoon. That makes so much sense now. Uh And (laughs) a lot of them go, and I guess they're like, well, we're close to death, so I don't have a lot of time, (laughs) so I'm going to watch 30 minutes of this movie, and if it don't grab me, I'm going somewhere Uh else.
2: Uh, (laughs) I mean, this movie will make sense for old people. Like, I've seen older people in, like, weirder, like, just go see a movie that they probably didn't know it was about, but they just walked into right, it. Right, right. Like, mm-hmm.
0: I actually, actually, the, the elder, like, well, they weren't elderly, but the older couple behind me, um, every time that they saw something that they recognized culturally, like the the, the TV show, the, the one daughter is watching mm. during the yeah. shooting, um, they would chuckle to each other I go ha, 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 yeah <laughs> every time, like I got annoyed. This is the first time in my life where I'm like,' all right, the teenagers are fucking watching, they're not saying to God, none of them are playing with their phones. I'm proud of these kids. you are old enough to be my
2: pa- like grandparents shut, the fuck up i'm you know, I'm just shocked that there's kid like, teenage kids are just like, hey, let's go see British Spies. Yeah, yeah, I was I mean, floored. This is not a date movie. Let me put it in uh, perspective. I didn't know anything about this movie at all going in. I didn't see a single trailer. I just avoided it just because I'm like, it'll probably be good because, you know, it's Tom Hanks. And that's why, like, afterwards I watched the trailer immediately after some movie, I was like, oh, okay. I see the way they advertise." I'm like, okay, it's not completely misleading. They just kind of like. They, they focus to sh- a little more on, on the, the swap. On the, yeah, like... Yeah, on like, because the, uh, uh, the first hour of the movie, is just like, oh, because I'm, I'm, like, oh, I'm like, oh, is this going to be, like, a court case about, like... Just, yeah, like, uh, yeah it, it's almost like a Because since there, I had yeah. n- nothing, do nothing about I'm like, oh, is this going to be a court case about him just, just about the spy? like And I'm like, oh, wait, what's this? Then I'm like, oh, that other story they're building up. Okay, yeah, so- something's yeah. going to happen. I'm like, okay, there's going to have to be some kind of, like... I'm like, I see where this is going. Once, like, the plane was going, on. I'm like, oh, okay, there's going to be, like, some kind of swap going to happen. right right. Yeah.
0: Uh, before we slap a rating on it, you, anything else, you guys? Um,
2: I, just a very engaging movie, just like with dialogue-heavy movie. But this is like I found it very engaging, and I wasn't it's bored. An excellent!
0: Like, yeah. dr- it's a very gripping drama, and oh, like
2: yeah. the. I'd, I liked, oh, the opening sequence I really liked. Just cause it's oh, like, yeah. That long it was, yeah, sequence. And for, oh, yeah. Yeah it, just, yeah, it was just very like, interesting. No dialogue, just, there's, just
1: yeah, subtle. Like,
0: I, Nobody says anything for, like, I want to say the first almost five minutes.
1: Yeah, yeah
2: that's how it is because yeah. it's just. It's, 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 a, it's so very good. building.
0: But, like, in that five minutes of no dialogue, you have a lot of story oh, being yeah. told of
2: who this guy well, is. Well, you're like, okay, obviously this is their someone's tracking him down and he's like no, right but you
0: especially if you didn't watch the trailer oh my god I kind of envy you Michael yeah, yeah I I, yeah. I was I, like no what idea is going on <laughs> this is that's insane. how I was
2: I'm like okay where's this movie going and then oh, the man, way they introduced yeah. I did there is some humor in this movie like the way they introduced Tom Hanks' character because he's insurance lawyer when he's, he's uh, there's like a case about his client <laughs> hitting a uh, bicyclist I guess but yeah. and he refers to him as he, he wants to refer to it as one case and not separate five because yeah. there's a $100,000 yeah. payout, so he's trying to save money. So he says it's like a bowling pin. He says it's one action. It's not five yeah, separate exactly. instances. Yeah. And I just found it really
1: funny. Yeah, yeah a lot of stuff like that, you can definitely uh, see the Coen brothers' like influence on yeah. the script. Hell oh yeah. yeah, you can. Their, their level of, of, moments of like, that.
0: like humor, but it's a very specific yeah. brand of humor. Yeah. That only they can really do mm-hmm. well. Uh, so yeah, the, definitely, definitely. Like in retrospect, dialogue, yeah. now I want to see it again just to get more of the that Cohen dialogue <laughs> yeah. that I love so oh, much. Oh yeah,
1: especially in the meeting between uh, Tom Hanks and the Russian. Like he wasn't like the guy he right, thought he yeah, was going to meet. The, he was the, the, like the first the first lawyer or yeah. whatever that
0: ends up being like one of the KGB or
1: something like yeah, that. Some, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. When that, when they that they back were discussing and the swap. It was just like yeah, it was all. Cohen brothers stamp all over that. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of their of their brand of dialogue in this movie. Um and that just that it's just so exciting to see like their their style of writing mixed in with Spielberg's mm. unique style of because they both are incredible directors. Yeah. You know, but both teams are incredible directors, but they're very different from yeah. each other. I mean, a, the Coen Brothers direct very differently than Spielberg, mm-hmm. and to see them kind of collaborate on this as writer and director, that's just <laughs> it's just wonderful. I love it. All right, well, uh let's slap a let's slap a rating on this. I'm gonna give it. I'm going first here, gentlemen. I'm taking I'm taking point because I just feel like this is one of the one of the subtle lines that he had that I loved. I'm gonna give it three ones. One one one. <laughs> <laughs> Beach to it, Michael. Beach to it this is the part of the podcast I love because everyone goes, ah, fuck, I forgot we have to do this. <laughs> and then you guys actually think like, especially Michael who's like, man, I got to get the numbers right. <laughs>
2: hey, I'm, I'm all about that detail, dog. That's right.
1: Oh, okay. I got it. All right. I will give it one out of one jacket stolen from Tom Hanks for directions to the place that he's trying to go to.
0: Very nice. Uh, uh, it's all resting on your shoulders, Michael.
1: <laughs> uh, this one will be dark, but...
2: Oh god. <laughs> oh god. I was gonna go I dark with, this with this one, yeah. I have a feeling. <laughs> I had a feeling. Okay. I'm gonna say it, I'll probably just, we could edit another one. Uh, I'll give it like four out of five people that were shot down <laughs> at the wall <laughs> by the machine gun. Hey, I'll take a ju- i will take it. was
0: thinking about that. Uh, yeah, I, I Is that what you're thinking of? <laughs> I, I was also thinking of that okay. and thought, Well, I better not. I'm glad Michael went there.
2: <laughs> it's a good thing no one listens to this podcast. <laughs>
0: hey, like, uh, there's a couple. There's like five. There's that dude in the <laughs> Middle East, I yeah. think, or somewhere. I don't know where the fuck. fuck, fuck yeah, dude, who
2: <laughs> might have accidentally downloaded this by accident. I don't know. Hey, whatever. He, <laughs> liked, the, he
0: liked the Facebook page. Yeah, that takes oh, that took, that yeah, he takes had to effort. find us. That's not easy. Mm-hmm. He had to Google something. I don't know how you translate Enter the Critic <laughs> from another language. I don't know how that works. Um, so, all right. uh, Well, that about wraps it up here for us on Enter the Critic. Uh, next week, super excited. Uh, there's not much in theaters, uh, so we're going to take a break from theater films. But we have a new release on Netflix, uh, "Beasts of No Nation," uh, the Idris Elba made for Netflix film mm-hmm. that looks
2: amazing, getting like awards buzz, which you know doesn't happen for Netflix
0: <laughs> films. But
2: here's the thing, like Saul mentions, like the Hollywood's just going to black bar it because hey, they, you know it, what though. But that, they I mean, can't have something like to succeed. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's why I'm excited about it mm. because of Hollywood's scared of that means it's actually worth something. Mm-hmm. And it's got Idris Elba in it who brings us a game every time. Maybe I'll watch it <laughs> tonight.
2: I don't know.
0: Uh, it looks it looks depressing as hell, <laughs> but it looks really good. So uh, if you have Netflix, check it out. If you don't have Netflix, you're my grandparents. Uh, <laughs> so get Netflix. Alright, well, uh, I'm Chris Klump Wait, that's totally wrong
2: (laughs) Well, until next time I'm Chris Klump And I'm Michael Carstetter, And I'm Eric Taribio.
0: We'll see you next time